This program has been made by the friends and partners of Jennifer LeClaire Ministries. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching. If you're not living a life of overflow, honey, you're living on the wrong side of John 10, 10. That means that you might have to learn how to resist a little stronger. You might have to learn how to press a little further. You might have to learn some things that you have not yet learned yet in order to get the breakthrough that Christ died to give you. Somebody shout amen. warfare is real. It's real. You know, John 10, 10 says that Jesus said the enemy comes, but for to steal, kill and destroy. But Jesus said, I came. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad you could have ended it right there. You could have put a full stop right there. I came. That would have been enough. He came to bring us life to the full until it overflows. So if you're not living a life of overflow, honey, you're living on the wrong side of John 10, 10. That means that you might have to learn how to resist a little stronger. You might have to learn how to press a little further. You might have to learn some things that you have not yet learned yet in order to get the breakthrough that Christ died to give you. Somebody shout amen. Amen. We're going to teach you so that you can be fully equipped, not halfway equipped, not three quarters equipped. You want to be fully equipped to stand against the wiles of the devil. And that's what we're going to do. Father, in the name of Jesus, help me, God, administrate your word by your spirit, God, the word and the spirit agree. So help me, Lord, make me an oracle. I can't do this without you, God. I am utterly dependent upon your spirit today. Help me, Lord, to speak words of life, words of truth, your word, and help us to learn and grow today so that we can gain total victory over every demon power that ever threatens to darken our doorstep. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Well, let's get into this. We left off with number six last week, and we're going to get into number seven today. spiritual warfare tactics. The number seven is close the door on strife. Matter of fact, honey, don't just close it, slam it shut. Slam it shut. You got to close the door on strife. Strife kills the anointing. We can't have it. Here at Awakening House of Prayer, we have a zero tolerance policy on strife. We won't deal with it. We won't, we'll we'll address it quickly. We will nip it in the bud. You've got to learn to recognize strife and nip it in the bud. It's like having a kid and they want to see how far they can push you, you know, and you've learned that you got to nip it in the bud. You can't let them continue to linger with the rebellion. You can't let them keep acting out. You've got to nip it in the bud so that they learn. Amen. And some of you need to school the devil. You need to school that spirit of strife that's coming in to mess with with your relationships. You got to school them. You got to say, uh-uh, I'm not tolerating it. Go knock on somebody else's door. I'm not going to let you in my mind. I am not going to let you in my mouth. I'm not let you in my house. You've got to go. Somebody say strife, go. You've got to let the strife know that you're not tolerating it. It's a spirit. And sometimes it's not like arguing and fighting. Sometimes it's not obvious. Sometimes it's just an undercurrent. Sometimes there's just a tension. There's just, it's not spoken, but there's strife. Strife doesn't have to be spoken to be manifested. I said strife doesn't have to be spoken to be manifested. 
Amen. You've got to learn how to recognize it. Strife, the definition is a bitter, sometimes violent conflict or dissension, an act of contention or an exertion or contention for superiority. And it opens the door wide for the enemy. If you see it, you need to root it out and you need to repent if you have engaged in it. Oh, y'all don't like me anymore. Y'all was happy a minute ago till I started using the R word. You got to repent. You got to repent because you're responsible. And if you let strife in your life, if you engage in it, then you need to repent so that you can slam the door in the enemy's face. Amen. You've got to repent. Tell your neighbor, repent. Oh, y'all like that a little too much. Tell yourself to repent. (laughs) So what does strife look like? It's power struggles, exertion of superiority. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, 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 it's a contention. It's an arguing. It's a back and forth thing. Sometimes it's a sarcasm. There was this movie, I can't remember what it was, and they said sarcasm is anger's ugly cousin. Sarcasm. That, that's, that's, there, there's, there's anger. There's strife somewhere. It's not funny. The Bible speaks against coarse jesting. We're supposed to let our speech edify one another, not tear each other apart. So the Bible says in Proverbs 6, 16 through 19, that strife is an abomination to God. That's a special class of sin. There's sin. Some people say, well, all sin's the same. It ain't all the same. It's not the same. If somebody lies to your husband, it's different than if they kill your husband. You tell me it's the same. It ain't the same. And an abomination is a whole nother class. That's like, it's like stinks in the nostrils of God. An abomination is like, it's, it's, it's especially wicked. It's especially grievous. And strife falls into that category. It's what the Bible says. Proverbs 6, 16, 19. Go read it for yourself. You're like, what? You mean, so this is an abo- it's an abomination. That's serious. Somebody say that's serious. serious. <laughs> it is serious. Strife affects the anointing and the flow of the Holy Ghost. Psalm 133. Where there's unity, God commands a blessing. So put that in reverse. Where there's disunity or where there's strife, God's not blessing that. He's not blessing it. He doesn't like it. It's an abomination. Are you hearing me, somebody? Strife grieves the Holy Ghost. Ephesians 4.30. It grieves the Holy Spirit. Proverbs 17.9. Strife destroys relationships. Marriages are destroyed through strife. You got to keep the strife out of your life. You got to keep the strife out of your wife. You got to keep the strife out of your husband. You got to keep the strife out of your family. The enemy is scheming against you right now. He wants to kill your dreams, steal your peace, and destroy your life. It's time to put your foot down. Tap into supernatural strategies, time-tested tactics, and triumphant tools that combat every enemy attack in my book, 101 Tactics for Spiritual Warfare. These revelations will open your eyes to demonic devices you may not be discerning and empower you with strategies and tactics to overcome every enemy attack. Wage more effective warfare. Find rest in the middle of the battle. Walk in constant victory. Pick up 101 Tactics for Spiritual Warfare today.
Jesus told us the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But he came to give us a life of abundance to the full until it overflows. If you aren't living an abundant life, you're living on the wrong side of John 10.10. It's time to fight back. It's time to make victory decrees. In my new devotional, I share prophetic words of wisdom directly from the Holy Spirit's heart that will help renew your mind, strengthen your spirit, expose the enemy's strategies, and equip you to overcome. Each devotion has scripture references for your study and power decrees to command your victory. Dr. Cindy Trim says victory decrees is a significant contribution to the conversation surrounding spiritual warfare. She says it's filled with the types of prayer strategies that are vital to your life to win spiritual battles and calls it a blueprint for biblical success. Pick up your copy of Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory, wherever books are sold. A literal onslaught of principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this age, and spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places is working overtime to fulfill Satan's mission in your life. The good news is you have authority over every demon power in the name of Jesus. The challenge is discerning which demon you're up against. In the spiritual warfare battle plan, I rip the mask off 15 pestering spirits, expose their wicked agendas, detail how they operate against you, and offer strategies for resisting them, conquering them, and making them flee in Jesus' name. This book will help set you free by shining light on darkness that many don't know exists. Victory belongs to us when we follow the Holy Spirit's battle plan. Where does strife come from? It's rooted in anger. Proverbs 29, 22. Strife is rooted in anger. That's where you'll find strife. People are angry. Strife is rooted in hatred. Hatred is a few degrees beyond anger. Proverbs 10, verse 12. Rooted in anger. Also, strife is rooted in pride. Ah, Proverbs 13, 10. Rooted in pride. Somebody thinks they know more than you, should have more than you. They should have more attention to more money, whatever you got it, and they don't. And they're, they're prideful about it. They think they deserve it. These things engender strife. Galatians 5, 14 through 18, speaks of a quarrelsome, seeking, self-seeking spirit. So strife, a lot of times, comes from selfishness. Selfishness. And James, the apostle of practical faith, he said this in James 4, verses 1 through 3. He asked a question. Now, it's a rhetorical question because he's going to give you the answer. He says, where do wars and fights come from among you? Think about it. Where do they come from? He's posing a challenge, challenging your mindset. Where do they come from? Why do you think you have all this stuff? Where do these wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure that war in your members? You lust. That means you want something really, really bad. You lust and you do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. 
You fight and you war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and you do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. Here's the thing. We've got to stop getting in strife with people who have something we want. We need to just ask God for it and trust God to give us what we need. Amen. We've got to trust God to give us what we need. Not get mad at somebody else and gossip about them and criticize them. And I don't understand why they bless. They don't even tithe. You see, they don't even go up and put nothing in a basket. I'm giving everything I have. You've got to stop doing that. You've got to stop looking at other people. You've got to begin to look at God. James also said this. Listen now. James 3. 14 through 16. They're having a wild time up in kids' church too. You hear them? They're having a wild time. Holy Ghost is moving in the children's church. You hear them up there? Shouting and praising. James 3, 14 through 16. But if you have bitter envying, what? Envying. You hear the kids? And the Holy Ghost has gone upstairs. Hallelujah. <laughs> Man of God, the Holy Ghost went upstairs. Hallelujah. I think I'm going to go upstairs. <laughs> Hallelujah. I had a dream one time that revival was going to break out in kids' church. Amen. That sounds, sounds a, a little bit like it. Amen. Amen. Among the children. If you, either that or there's a brawl going on. I don't know what it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> if, you, if you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, where? Hmm. If you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, and devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. Every evil work. Hey guys, Jennifer LeClaire here. I'm coming to you with an exciting opportunity to partner with me as I advance the kingdom of God around the world. As many of you know, I am doing a daily prayer call that's reaching millions of people, millions and millions of people a year, but I'm also planting houses of prayers, prayer hubs, apostolic centers, and of course, raising up prophets and prophetic people. But I'm also sowing, sowing, sowing. Jennifer LeClaire Ministries sows back into at least 15 other ministries that are touching the sex trafficking industry. They're touching digging wells in Africa. They're helping uh, drug addicts rehabilitate and so, so much more. I need your partnership. When you partner with Jennifer LeClaire Ministries, whether you're in Europe, Asia, Africa, Australia, here in the U.S., wherever you are in the world, you are helping to open a door for me to come to your nation. You are helping feed hungry people. You are helping the gospel be preached. You are helping media projects flow forth. You are helping, you are sowing, and you will reap a harvest. Listen, you cannot outgive God. I can't do what I do without faithful supporters like you. You know, Billy Graham used to say that the janitor who cleaned the bathrooms would receive the same reward as he did for standing on a platform and preaching the gospel. When you sow into our ministry, you receive a reward. I want to invite you to become an official partner. You'll receive a monthly partner resource, special seating at my events, and so much more. The most important thing is you're being partakers of advancing the kingdom of God, especially if you're a prophetic person, if you're mission-minded, if you're apostolically focused, support. So, 
pray. Amen. God is good and he's doing so much more than any one of us can do alone. But together we can do a lot. We can make an impact. We can have influence on a lost and dying world. It's time. It's time to rise up and go further. I'm asking you become a partner today. Are you ready to go deeper in the spirit? Get equipped to fulfill your prophetic destiny. Find biblical training on demand and watch anywhere, anytime you want. Take affordable courses at your own pace. Meet friends from around the world. You'll find all of this and more at Jennifer LeClaire's School of the Spirit. Get ready to walk in a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle at schoolofthespirit.tv.